Welcome to episode 28 of the Dead Serial Podcast. I'm your host, LJ. I'm excited to sit down tonight, St. Patrick's Day of 2019, with my good friend and brother, Jensen Poor, owner and operator of Custom Rustic out of Park City, Utah. Y'all should remember Jensen from episode 9 of season 1. If you haven't, I recommend you go back, give it a listen. I feel like this is a solid follow-up. And Jensen, I'll see you next time. Without further ado, Jensen, what's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, man. How are you, LJ? I'm doing killer. Been uh, It's been an extremely busy year leading into 2019, and I kind of wouldn't have it any other way. Yes. Uh, it's been quite the year leading in. I've had a... Uh, uh, well, I guess you could say like a major turn of events in my life that kind of prompted me to light the fire under my ass for a million different reasons and uh, but I'm here and I'm good and it's been a good winter like uh, we're in Park City, Utah right now. Yes we are. um, I'm a skier I live in a ski town and how we judge our happiness during the winter is kind of via the snowfall. So we've had a lot of snow this winter, haven't we, LJ, here in it's Utah? It's been dumping up here, especially in Park City. Yeah. It's been nice working inside. <laughs> yeah, it's been nice working inside. and um, it's uh, There's pros and cons with a big winter because I'm a general contractor as well. And it makes work hard because I feel like I'm moving like as much snow as I am working. <laughs> moving mountains just to get to the job. Man, I'm running out of places to put snow. But today was a beautiful day here. Um, I think it, damn man, it almost reached like close to 50, I think. I think it was like high 40s. <laughs> Snow is melting up here, and I'm glad to see it go. I'm ready like, for spring, dude. I am, too. It's, I think It every, feels like it's long overdue. <laughs> everybody's a little vitamin D deficient right now. Um, I think the vibe around town and through my friends and everybody is just a, uh, a little grumpy, like, you know, vitamin <laughs> D deficient. Everybody's talking about going somewhere tropical. I'm going to go somewhere tropical week after next, so I'm excited about that. Nice. We're going to head to Cali towards the end of May, spend six days down there, and hopefully that primes us to come back just in time for spring weather in Salt Lake. The non-mud season. The non-mud season. Very well said. Man, that's what (laughs) I've got going on at my house right now, so... Like, I spent about two weeks, like, just trying to figure out how to mitigate the mud and, <laughs> like, gravel and this and that. And it's it, it's it's pretty rough, dude. Like... It gets old fast. Yeah. Because it messes your house up. Um, I live, you know, I have, like, I guess you'd call it, like, a hobby farm. And so I have a lot of animals uh around my house uh dogs and goats, goats and chickens, chickens and turkeys and <laughs> uh, you, you name it and I, bees and 
bees don't make too much of a mess, but the rest of them, and oh, and I have two kids. Uh, you know, I have a six and an eight year old and you know, when the mud season comes, like sometimes they forget about protocol to remove your shoes when you come into the house and track that shit all uh, over the place. You can't keep it clean, man. It's a <laughs> bitch. Well, and it, as you mentioned, we're, we're up in Park City and Silver Summit. Yeah, LJ was kind enough to come up here to my house to record this podcast today. So thank you for that, man. No, thank you for inviting like, us over. In my, I'm in my own domain, which is <laughs> in your awesome. element. I'm in my element. I'm in my domain, uh, and I, I I feel comfortable. I feel good. The sun's been shining. Uh, we haven't. I think. I don't know. You work up here every day, but I think the, like, what we should lead into here is kind of, I think it's been almost, today is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, It is. And we are Cheers, cheers, man. Cheers. Um, But I think it's been almost a month like, I tracked it since, really, the sun has shone. <laughs> right? Well, and I live down in the valley, so in Salt Lake, we, we've been getting a little bit more sun and a little bit warmer temperatures. There's no snow sticking to the ground, but up here, I can see... I mean, what's the difference in elevation between Salt Lake Valley and, and up here in Park Man, City? Man, it's about 2,000 feet. So, I mean, I think, depending on where you live in the Salt Lake Valley... I think the Salt Lake Valley sits, you know, between 46 and 5,000 feet, and you get up in the benches, and there's variation. Now, where we are right now is 7,600 feet. Or, oh, excuse me, hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's about 7,600 feet. Yeah, close to that. 72, 76. Um, and the only way I know that is because on um, my snowmobile, it has an altimeter and when i turn on it says that but i don't know how accurate it is so let's just call it seven thousand feet you know, 72 7. but i live up at the top of the hill where we get a lot of snow and i've moved a lot of snow this winter and it's been rough but like i said i'm a skier and so it's like for the whole first part of the year like jonesing you know the end of a utah summer all of the skiers snowboarders uh winter enthusiasts are always like praying like hey where's the snow snow's coming <laughs> snow's we're wishing wishing it and then okay we got it this year and uh i think now like all those same people are kind of like damn fuck dude like snow melt you know (laughs) because it kind of turns to like a mud season or whatever and uh you know mud's no good but anyways (laughs) like yeah that's kind of the state we're at right now dude where we're all getting like a little bit of vitamin d which is nice i mean my kids like i was outside today you know i have a eight and a six year old and it's just like a whole winter of being like cooped up cooped up cooped up and they're big skiers too man i mean they ski a lot and they're good skiers and they love that but uh 
there just comes a time where like it's everybody it's almost unanimous where like everybody that's does that is like Every, everybody finally catches up to my frame of mind that kicks in usually January 2nd of every winter where fuck the snow well January 2nd it's a little early dude man I'm still super I love it through the holidays and, I, but I'm yeah. not recreational in the snow no, like you are no I, I understand so for me when it when Christmas and New Year's pass, the snow can fuck itself. No, no, I get that. Like, you know, there's another there's a there's another set of human beings that and I'm one of them that love the snow. Yeah. And we wake you know, we we dictate our happiness on like what the weather forecast is. I mean, if it's gonna puke, and for the listeners that don't know what puking, puking just means <laughs> that it's gonna snow a shit ton. It is gonna. And it go. means you're gonna get a pow day, and a pow day means powder day, lots of snow. Uh, we get real excited. I mean, it's just like Christmas for adults, right? Like, I mean, it is for me. And we love that and we thrive on that. And that's like what keeps us going through that anti-sun part of, you know, well, winter. And sometimes <laughs> we don't get it and we get depressed. And it's like we get it, we get it, we get it, we get it. And then we get depressed because <laughs> like we just don't see the sun. Yeah. Sun's a super important thing for humans and vital to our health and existence it is and, and i mean honestly like fuck man like mental health like that's the Absolutely. thing you know i yeah. mean having so like i kind of combat that with um like you know i i supplement a lot during the winter time with vitamin d because I know that's coming and everybody gets a little blue around March. They're like, man, my, my skin, my face under my goggles might be absorbing. And it's kind of an interesting factor because like I, I run around town, you know, I'm a general contractor up here in Park City. And so I'm going to place to place to place all day long and I get kind of everybody's little scoop on what's going on with the weather, how they're feeling. I don't know. It's just kind of involuntary and everybody right now is a little, they've been bummed out. They're just like, Oh dude, I just want to see the sun. And it, it's crazy how important it is like for your body to absorb real sunlight and play. But well, I'm talking about supplements, and you've always come across to me as somebody who is super mindful of their diet and supplements and how that plays into your mindset. So it is interesting to hear you kind of adjust that intake depending on the weather. And maybe people are more health conscientious. Conscientious? Conscientious. That's days. the word than I yeah. am. Well, I mean, do the same thing, but I take a daily multivitamin with my breakfast bars driving up the cannon in the morning, and that's that's about as far as my supplement goes. <laughs> well, so if we're going into supplements, here's like my I guess 
I could give you a mini rant about supplements. So first of all, I think a lot of supplements can be like a really expensive way to expense your urine, okay? <laughs> but I think diet would be like everybody's best um, bet if, you know, if, if someone wants to take a supplement, like, I think first they should really, like, look at their diet and they should say, what am I intaking? Uh, you know, how am I eating? You know, am I going to fast food restaurant every day? Am I doing this, doing that? And then maybe do a little study. And so, uh, like, me, myself, like... I try to follow for at least like 10, 8 to 10 months a year, I try to follow a ketogenic diet. Keto is basically just it, meat and dairy. Is well, that, I is mean, that right? Or am so, I totally. No, no. I up mean, essentially, answer? like you're on the right track, but keto is like a different thing. Like, what that means is that your body is in ketosis. And what ketosis means is that your body is burning its fat, its stored fat. Everybody right now around where I, I like, could I'm use some of that my right belly now. right now, and I'm like, holy shit! I dude. do that almost every okay, day. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And did but how 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 much did you do it in the summer? I mean, did fair. you do it a little? Yeah, you still yeah, did that's it. That's fair. Not less. not that much. Okay, yeah. but you know, so being. Uh, you know, that we are, you know, I mean, we're mammals, right? We right. agree with that. So, you know, mammals' tendencies to store body fat for the winter. The only thing that's different is that humans, like, the diet that, like, our ancestors way, way, way back... You know, they weren't eating grains. They weren't eating processed foods. They weren't eating... Sugar was a reward. By the pound. <laughs> yeah, but sugar was a reward. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it'd be interesting for you, like, next time, and for everybody that's listening to this, I think it'd be interesting for you to, you know, go into the grocery store next time and do your normal grocery shopping. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I need. This is what I need. But flip the label over and like look at the label and see what's on it. Like there's sugar in everything. So like your body's gonna run two ways, right? It's gonna run it's gonna run off of glucose, which is like sugar. It's weird. Your brain makes this switch. It's it's very interesting. You're, you're going to run off sugar. And sugar, man, that's bread. Like anything, like carbohydrates. Almost everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it, and it, uh, the ketogenic diet's actually a pretty easy diet to follow. I've done a bunch of diets. Like I've done Whole30. Like, you know, I've done a paleo diet. Paleo is very similar to Whole... Or, excuse me, to... Uh, um, keto. Keto. And... Um, but really paying attention to like how, what are humans like supposed to eat? Hey, maybe 
jump back before the Safeway and the Smiths <laughs> and all this shit and the drive-throughs and say, you know, if you're interested in your diet, if you're not, then that's fine. But uh, I will tell you this that. Like, so when you follow, like, all the processed foods, like, all the sugar, all the shit, whatever, that's fine. Understand that. Just look at that and be like, holy shit, why does ketchup have, like, five grams of sugar? Which you know? we mentioned last time you were on, yeah. Did we? Oh, man. Your okay. Why, why is the ketchup so sweet? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have a neighbor from the U.K., people that didn't hear that podcast and it was funny because what he said to me was yeah yeah you know oh i'm gonna try to do a good english accent here but i'll probably just fail <laughs> i'm not gonna do it do so it. It, what do you mean you said you were gonna do it do yeah it. okay um he said i i he was doing whole 30 at the time and i was too whole 30 is a diet where you cut out all pro i mean you it it's uh man it's a push it's it's a it, it's a rough one it's hard <laughs> you know it kind of fucks with your brain a little bit it does because you're dopamine. All that yeah sugar, just right? like dopamine so the first like all the diets i've done like whole 30 was kind of the hardest like you're so restricted um i mean you just really have it, it it's almost honest to god like a semi full-time part-time job just go to the grocery store to figure out what you can eat <laughs> i mean you're gonna do a loop you cannot go down a center aisle uh one of the doctors i really like if n- no if anybody that doesn't listen to this podcast like Dr. Rhonda Patrick is... She's a badass. She is, dude. And she has her own podcast that uh, you should probably check out again. Dr. Rhonda Patrick. And uh, she has a lot of interesting things about diet and the way different foods affect your brain, how they affect your mood. You know, they're all so correlated. So... You know, ketogenic diet, to get back to that, is, is uh, I mean, man, if you look it up and you start studying it, you will see that there are so many, like, cognitive benefits, health, you know, mental, body, like, it's just crazy. And it's like, well, the interesting thing is it's just the way you're meant to eat. And it just means that you cannot, like... The whole, like, agricultural revolution that happened around the world was just kind of like a... Mass production? Well, just, it was like a twist from our design, you know? It was like, oh, there's more people to feed. We need to grow food rather than forage and hunt. Hunter-gatherer aspect and the tribe... Right, just rather than hunt and forage, now, you know, we can be a little lazier. We'll just grow this shit right here, you know. And so if you look at the foods that, you know, the that were 
brought up during an agricultural up you know you have corn you have wheat you know what did people grow yeah. you know like that's kind of i think what, what yield fucked us could up. They mass produce to get the most money maybe well, yeah, or just, yeah, I mean, everything's money-driven, but or or just to feed the masses, like to control, you know, because, for example, like you have a population, right? And depending on what environment you are in, and if everything would start at a hunter-gatherer set, right? Like if you go back through history... Everything would start at a hunter-gatherer and you add more people and the resources become more scarce. Right. Like, you have to, like, figure out how to feed your people, you know? So, the people start growing crops and, you know, I, I, I'm not even going to pretend to know. Like, I think, actually, I read this book by Ken Follett called Pillars of the Earth it was super interesting and it's it's it was uh 15 i uh, dude if any of you guys are listening to this and you're gonna call <laughs> fact checking your ass yeah but i think he's it, wrong it I was think 1483 it's 15, <laughs> i think blah, it's 15th blah, blah. century it was during all the cathedral building in europe and uh one of the main barters was beer right and Amen. beer yeah it, Sorry, did St. you? Patrick's Day. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it is St. Patrick's Day, and LJ and I are here enjoying some delicious beer he brought, and uh, some love. Can I say an edible, or is yeah, that? I think that's fine, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I'm not shy about it. Shit should be legal on federal level, anyways. So it, hey. it should. <laughs> and um, thank you again, LJ, for coming here. Like, no, thank you for hitting me up. And good venue. Sorry, with the substances we are consuming, keto diet, in short, is eating the way that we should be eating. What do you mean by that? Okay, so like a keto diet is basically eliminating like added sugar. It, it, it really honestly is sugar, okay? Like fuck, that's what it comes <laughs> down to, it's sugar. And carbohydrates, which carbohydrates, you know, for those that don't know, you know, it's any bread, it's any pasta. So anything you eat that is like a bread, a pasta, um, I mean, a grain, right? Like that, your body, your metabolism is broken. It breaks that down and it carbohydrates are converted into uh, glucose which is a sugar. So if you can eliminate that from your diet, okay, so you're, well, let me back up. So your body <laughs> is going to burn either glucose. Okay, so think of like, if any of you guys have been out there and you've been like hiking or mountain biking or skiing or doing anything active, running, lifting weights, whatever you do. Anything you, to break a sweat. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, anything to break a sweat. And you're using any type of like supplement to fuel, you know, I mean, a lot of people are like, hey, dude, you know, I'm going to eat... Uh, 
for example, like a Pro Bar gel pack or a Cliff Bar gel pack, and you look at it's just sugar, and it's a quick delivery to the brain, and your your body will burn sugar. It's easy for it, right? We're we're used to it. Okay. So ketosis diet is where you train your body to burn fat like stored fat sign me up yep i got plenty right <laughs> no well i don't know dude you don't look too fat to me i got a hoodie on maybe you i know, took it, it off it's I'm good for anybody but the, the other thing about it is is it's just not like okay you burn fat but the thing is and i and i'm not gonna cite all the stuff like I'll leave it to your listeners to go through and figure it out. But, you know, what's been proven is I will tell all you guys out there right now that there's a, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Magic Pill. And it's all about a ketogenic diet and having your body in ketosis. And ketosis just means if your body's in ketosis, it means it's out of glucose right it's out of sugar it's like boom i've made the switch and now i'm going to burn fat for my energy but the other thing about it is the cognitive and i'm not going to preach that but i'll just give you a little (laughs) quick lay down because i don't want to be a preacher about that but let's say uh, the oh cognitive, benefits cognitive benefits of a keto are, diet. Yeah, it's uh, it's overwhelming, man. I mean, from your personal experience, it's overwhelming. Uh, okay, yes, I I bet. Or the general it. consensus. Well, general. Let's go yeah. general. Okay. We'll go personal. Like so, like well, let's go personal. So personal. For me, is like I found that the switchover, like from burning glucose to fat, being in ketosis, which ketosis is where ketogenic came from, right? Keto, ketosis, right? So, and that means that your body is uh, basically producing ketones, which is, you know, you're peeing them out, like you're expending body fat you're in ketosis like your body's burning fat um and my personal experience is is so last summer you know like i'm a self-considered quote i'm doing air quotes everybody like (laughs) you know like an athlete and um i do you know a lot of like endurance sports that's what i enjoy i like pushing myself and uh, I find that I, I just have like a much more sustained energy level. Um, I find that my overall mood is greatly increased. And I, I studied this stuff for myself, like pretty close. So well, everything you get into, it's been my impression over the past few years of getting to know you that you take extremely seriously and you take the opportunity to ensure you're educated about it as opposed to just jumping in both feet first you have an idea of what you're going after and what the benefits and maybe even the negative side effects would be of that 
course and then you execute that course. So sorry to interrupt, but no, 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 you didn't. Just to help give people more of a background, I feel like. Well, I just want people to know, like you're an educated dude going into this, looking at the full picture, as opposed to somebody with tunnel vision that has no fucking clue what they're doing. Well, it all started out with the person, uh, uh, Mark Sisson. Have you heard of him? Not ringing a bell. Okay, he's been he's been on a lot of different podcasts. He's a dietitian. He's a older gentleman. He's probably like, uh, man, he's got to be like, shit, man. I'd say in the sixties, but and he, the dude's fucking ripped. And he kind of came up with this diet, and I bought his books, and I started reading them, and. Um, primal blueprint like and it was all kind of based on a paleo diet which is so similar to keto like just like hey primal 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 meaning our ancestors like what our gut and let me add this real quick well I'll get through this and then I'll go down (laughs) that rant but like uh Primal, because this could benefit a lot of people, man. It's so funny. Like, if anybody out there is like, you know, they're feeling like lethargic or they're, you know, and they think maybe something might be a little off with them, I I would tell everybody, like, honestly, like, kind of like start with your diet. Like, look at that. And one way to jump yourself into, like, a good diet is to maybe investigate or start taking, like, a super strong probiotic because there's a definite, like, there's a communication line from your gut to your brain. And... Uh, you know, if your gut is healthy, it, it, it's just something to research for people. Nice. Like it really is. And I think it can make a lot of people that are listening to this, like a lot happier. Like if, if they honestly, like just took a minute and said, Hey, okay. Hey, I'll go to amazon.com. I'll go to whole foods. I'll go wherever. And I'll get like a live enzyme probiotic and I'll start taking it um, and see how I feel after like two weeks. And I, th- I think it might be interesting of how they feel. Like, I think they might be like, oh, feel good. So back to Mark Sisson is the whole, because it takes your gut. Like, you know, if you're eating Taco Bell and fucking Sour Patch Kids and <laughs> doing all this shit, you know, your gut's probably a little fucked up, man. It has a craving. And I'm I'm a firm believer, and I have no proof, but I just, other than myself, that there is a connection between your gut and your brain. And I think, I, I, I almost, I, I'm confident fact checkers hey dude i'm on i'm 100 percent confident that that's like proven so you know we'll look at your experiences with psychedelics yeah yeah and you consume something orally your stomach absorbs it disperses it through your body and your brain digests it right so you're probably onto something there yeah psychedelics like uh 
don't know, man. I if if psychedelics for me have kind of been oh, like when I didn't have the money to afford like therapy. <laughs> right. I would agree with that. You Absolutely, so. it's kind of. Uh, Probably an unrecommended bag of mushrooms. Bag of mushrooms, (laughs) man. I can get several bags of mushrooms for the price of like going to a therapist. (laughs) And you know, as long as like I do those right, uh, you know, and for me, right is like just with an intention and being, um, you know, like I'll plan a trip. Yo, okay, like a trip. A plan on a trip, like maybe a week in advance, and I'll almost like get ready for it. Like, likewise, I'm gonna have a trip, yeah. And uh, I'll really again, uh, sorry people, but I'll again go back to my diet, which is good because we haven't. We keep kind of leading away from it, which I think is good. It's a raw conversation. Well, I mean, like, you know, the times I've done ayahuasca, like, I've always gone back to the dieta. Dieta, what's that? The dieta is just like ayahuasca diet, you know, but it doesn't, it's not just what you ingest. It's a little bit more, you know, you... It's a little bit more of like a Well, I mean, there's no sex, right? No alcohol, no masturbation, none of that. Like it's a this dieta. is preparing for an ayahuasca. It's trip. preparing and during as well. Like in it even maybe get more radical during that, but yeah, uh, well, I mean it's the same, man. It's just a very strict diet, you know. But the diet is almost like some self control too, which is like what they bleed into the uh, libido. You know, you want your libido. We're men, okay? Yeah. So your libido, you know, part would be, you know, you you know, you have a girlfriend, you have a wife, and you're like, oh, man, you're going on a scary trip to the Amazon or wherever you might do it. I, I for the listeners, man, again, I wouldn't recommend doing, like, this... Kentucky, Ayahuasca, Viceland type gig. Yeah, I just wouldn't, <laughs> man. I, I, I would plan like a serious trip. I wouldn't plan on like a night out. Like I would I would head down and um, south. Go into the jungle, right? Yeah, I'd go to the jungle because like after doing it there several, you know, multiple times, like the, uh, what always comes back to me is like, the equation of not having what was there and to try to clarify on that is being in the jungle like having all the insect like the jungle speak to you being able to hear the jungle breathe you know you touched on that last time yeah i mean it's just like such i i can't imagine that experience without that like and I almost think it would be uh, irresponsible, A, for, you know, a so-called shaman, which seem, they seem to become more prevalent these days. Like, there's a lot of shamans popping up, but... More a dime a dozen than a diamond in the rough, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, so I people, concur. like, 
do your research before you do that. It's a very powerful medicine and uh you know like I don't know if I don't know if it's meant for everybody. It was meant for me. I learned my lesson and don't do it in a rush, but just like going back to the whole like, you know, psychedelics in like a glass jar with everything in the realm. Uh, man, they're a teacher. They are. And sometimes you get a rough lesson and I've had uh, a couple of those myself. Not on ayahuasca, but Tell me yeah. about tell me about a rough lesson. Ooh, for me, probably the last time I smoked DMT, and it was uh, the second session of DMT, and the fourth hit of DMT, and you got to be careful what you ask for with that shit, because as I'm sure you know, you will get what you're asking for sometimes, Damn, and yeah. I, I really wanted the experience, and you know psilocybin and LSD are, is one thing and DMT is another I haven't had an opportunity to check out ayahuasca yet but when um, my means DMT, provide it surprise. to go to Peru because that's thing. the environment I want to do it in, in the jungle in a fucking hut puking yeah. and shit my brains out um, no, you'll, you, you, <laughs> people have different experiences with it man like I don't, I, I'm not cutting you off, but you no, know, you might good. not shit your pants. Like you know, I don't, I don't know, not, man. The but it is I've a possibility. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there is, and you know what though, it'll be okay. Like I think people get so worried about, like it's funny because so many people bring up like, oh shit myself, and I think what what it really is is. Like, they're worried about shitting their self in front of somebody else. Like, I honestly think... Kind of self-induced. Well, (laughs) I mean, I just think, like, the shame of, oh, I shit myself. And, you know, but I Take him out of that. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, like, or if you're in, like, a proper, like, ayahuasca ceremony, um... You know, it's like one of the environments like I felt the most camaraderie I've ever felt in my entire life. Like, hands down, man. Like, I mean, I've been in, like, every time I've just, I've gone with Don Howard, Spirit Quest, um, been through several ceremonies with him, and... I just, I, I, it, it, it's just right. It feels right. Like you feel like you're in the right place. Like you do, you feel safe, you feel this, but you, one thing you don't feel is judged by any, I, at least in my experience, like I never felt like I was judged or anybody was looking at me. So dude, if you're going to go in there and you're going to shit out your fucking <laughs> mouth or your ass or whatever, like, dude, you're you're going to be hugged and loved no matter what. So, you know, if the fear is, like, losing control of your bowels, like, <laughs> that's, like, the last, that's the least of the fears, like, you should have. Because I think, like, at least with my experience, like, the, you know, the person, which was Don Howard, you know, uh, leading... I don't know. Everybody's scared there. 
And, like, when everybody's a little scared, it's funny. There's a lot of sports. Like, I've done, like, so you know, skydiving and, you know, I've done a lot of, like, you know, times. skiing. The, yeah. And skiing. Did that once when I was four. Oh, <laughs> uh, you skydived when you were four? No, I skied once when I was four. I oh. skydived twice throughout my 20s. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Well, you know, man, like, everybody in the plane, like, we'll just go to skydiving. Like... Everybody is nervous, right? Yeah. And, like, nervousness to me... It's intimidating as a motherfucker. Yeah, but it kind of creates this, like, camaraderie between everybody because everybody's nervous. Yeah. And you're all like... The tribal instinct seems to kick in. Yeah, it's like going to war. Like, you know, we're being warred on. We're going to war. Like... Work. You know, you, you we're about to jump out of a perfectly fucking yeah. good <laughs> like with a whatever bag dude. on our back. And, yeah, we're yeah, gonna do that, that, dude. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like it's nice to be in an environment where everybody kind of feels the same, you know, yeah. and that's like what it is. It's like a camaraderie. It's like, it, yeah, and that is definitely the fucking vibe every time I've gone to an ayahuasca ceremony spend everybody coming in hugging each other like dude good luck like good luck and it's just such like a peaceful fucking loving environment there's no you know no one goes into you know a super psychedelic you know situation like that I mean Especially like something like ayahuasca or bilka or anything like that, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, I'm just gonna fucking man. I'm gonna fucking wing it. I got it. Yeah, I got to give me that shit. Like everybody feels the same, and it creates this environment of like, it's it's like the most harmonious. I swear to God, it's like the most like harmonious. Like, is that the yeah environment I've ever been in? Like everybody is so happy, like uh, they're they're scared and they're it's almost like they're putting their like reliance on other people. Like I need your energy. They're not asking for that, but they just everybody. It's funny. It's almost like an instinct that nobody asks for. Like I need your positive energy. I want your positive energy. I love you. Like I want your energy, and it <laughs> is a it. good fucking environment, man. Well, and anytime I've gone into a situation with psychedelics, be it psilocybin, LSD, especially DMT, that's been the mindset of everybody. And I and yeah, I encourage that. Yeah, it's a scary situation and where people don't feel comfortable. No. so they're like, and you shouldn't. No, I, you, and I can't and you speak shouldn't. to an ayahuasca trip. But. Well, no, it's. I mean, it's all relative, you know. It is. It's like it dude, you eat mushrooms. Is. I mean, we back 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 to something that's a little more. We can get into the terrace, McKenna. Mm. Monkey uh, yeah, theory prim- there. Yeah, what, what yeah. Stone primate. Stone primate. That's one. So, uh, but real quick. It's interesting. So, because we are enjoying our St. Patrick's eight. Day and our Stone Day theory. 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 That's one. Terrence McKenna. So, I'll mm-hmm. say my last DMT trip, dimethyl triptyline. Yep. 
in my office at my house with three of my closest, most loved, trusted buddies. And some of us had tried DMT before and one of us had never tried it ever and was searching for that spiritual meaning or benefit from it, which is our intent every time. Yeah, of course, man. I kept wanting a really fucking sick trip. I just kept asking for it, kept asking for it, kept asking for it. And boy, did I fucking get it, dude. To the point where the white walls and ceilings in my office seemed to go infinity. It was never ending. Just bright, white, healthy light surrounding us from the floor up, never ending. Healthy light. Oh, super healthy. So it means you, when you say health, okay, healthy, positive. And I'm looking at two of my oldest friends sitting across the room from me. Yeah. And their faces start kaleidoscoping in on each other while the room is stretching into this infinite fucking light of awesomeness. And that, that shit got pretty fucking intimidating. I mean, kaleidoscoping in fours, eight, 16, 32, 64. <laughs> Sometimes I made it worse. Yeah. And then just when you think having your eyes closed is too much and you open your eyes, that's too much. So you close your eyes again. No, and man. this is all within 13 and a half, 14 minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a smoking dude. DMT, is, they call it the businessman's trip you know like you're in and out you go back to work Um, i've never heard that before but it's extremely fitting dude (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean hmm but that trip i mean in itself was extremely intimidating it felt like it went on for well over an hour when it was literally under 15 minutes so what are you saying that that like trip was rough for you like it was, yeah. I, think I mean, rough emotionally, is a fair way but to emotionally, it. what was going on? Because it had to be rough. Like I see your friends, like I see the deformation and like the whatever. geometrical deformation multiplying yeah. on itself over and over again in infinity. Like it, it's kind of weird to look mm. back on it. But uh, was it scary? Was it intimidating? It was, but I think. From my own personal experience, dude, like it felt, it it felt like I was seeing what I needed to see. And at some point it was almost like I was getting overwhelmed and intimidated to where I was asking for it to stop. Yeah. And whatever intelligence or being or whatever the fuck you want to call it is in there was like, no way, dude. You asked us to show you this. Well, so now we're showing you this. It's funny you bring that up, man, because, like, you know, I had this uh, one experience on ayahuasca in Peru um, that was kind of, I don't know, man, like, it was. It was a trip down there. I think I was like three, maybe three or four ceremonies into a trip there. So meaning like, you know, it was like a third or fourth ayahuasca ceremony. Because you have 
several ceremonies while you're down there. Yeah, yeah. Right. You always go for several. I mean, sometimes like six, seven, you know, when you go on a trip there. And and different programs are different. I mean, it, it depends. Like, things are organized differently. Like, you know, you can go down there and you can do like four ayahuasca trips or two ayahuasca trips. Why am I calling them trips? That is like sacrilegious people, <laughs> like, you know, experiences. Because it's not, a trip is typically well, defined is, as something yeah, yeah. fun and entertaining. And, 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 and it, it's okay look, to really call it a trip. Cool. Look at me calling it a trip. But, it, you know, it's like, that's just what our western you know that's what we call it we call it a trip you know i call it experience like you know ayahuasca is probably a little rougher than like what most people would classify or categorize in the u.s or wherever is a trip it's an experience and it should be called that because and that experience can be a million different things you know i'd imagine when you say experience you're you're meaning more of a journey uh-huh. or an adventure. Yeah, it's an adventure a, doesn't well, mean, I mean it's, it's, it's super positive or negative. Dude, <laughs> I, I, let's just stick with the experience because, okay. you know, like whatever that experience can be, and, and journey is good too, but, you know, like as far as like going down there, like, yeah, I, I mean, all the people I've seen, like I've been involved with in like ceremony, uh, man, it's just weird. You everybody gets something different, but like what I'm kind of like going back to is like you is what you were saying is, hey, you know, like oh, you get what you ask for. I was looking for this and you know i think a lot of that is intention you know and your intention was to get like a brutally <laughs> i guess you were asking to I, get put I was through the ringer asking to be put through the ringer and i was <laughs> and that's cool man and getting put through the ringer is fucking cool because it's not cool at the time but maybe if you can it's like, extremely humbling yeah it is and it, it oh man i've been humbled like i don't even know what to even yeah i've been there man i call it kicked in the nuts you know so <laughs> it's a like, fair analogy yeah I think. <laughs> like i call it kicked in the nuts man i've been kicked in the nuts before but it's like, not a fun experience no dude it, it, my you know the last time i got kicked in the nuts was it was weird it was like bittersweet you know it's like a different thing because like dude i got kicked in the fucking balls man i i i started every <laughs> ceremony like it did and you know i went in there with like the best intention the strongest like i was so fucking ready and like I felt like worthy to be there, which is a funny thing with psychedelics of that strength. Like, you know, people go eat mushrooms or fucking they go to a party and shit. It's it's so different, you know. Like, you go into an ayahuasca ceremony, it, it's just different, dude. You're scared. Everybody's fucking scared. Like, okay, when people eat mushrooms, they might be nervous, right? Oh, dude, you know. I don't know. Did I take too much? Should I take more? Oh, well, I mean, you're not in control in 
you're given like what I mean I'd call like the sacrament or whatever. You nice. Know? Like I mean you're given it. You're I dig that a lot. You you walk up to the mesa, the altar, right? And you got a whole group of people standing around the maloka. The maloka's like basically you can call it your church. It's uh for me it's always been a straw hut out in the middle of the Amazon. There's no power in there. Like and you're sized up by your shaman. Like, they look at you <laughs> and they're saying, how much can you take, bro? Like, how much can you take? And they give you your dose, like, looking at you. And, you know, it's like kind of the, it's it's sort of the thing, I guess, it always was for me, is to, uh, you know, make yourself feel a little more vulnerable than you are so maybe they <laughs> give you less maybe not the first night you know the first yeah. night you know you'll never forget like you know i mean people say with any type of substance uh i mean you remember the first time you smoked a cigarette you remember the first time you were drunk you remember the first time you ate acid you know whatever it is like and you may, you'll never forget any of those. And as you won't, like the first time you experience something new like ayahuasca. And for me, like the first time I experienced ayahuasca, it, I drank and I don't know. I can't remember what kind of dose. I just drank <laughs> and the shit was like. Drank fucking, until the shaman took the cup away from Well, he just poured. He, he looked in. Hey, man, how can you? What are you <laughs> looking like today? And, uh, and I drank it and I was like, here we go. And then I remembered like sitting there and everybody went around drank and then uh you know shaman uh don robert donna eliana and they walked around and don carlos which is a apprentice you know don uh robert's son nice these people are like fucking oh what would i even call it they're like Figments of your imagination. I don't know if they're real. I don't know. Some it doesn't type of matter. Supernatural guide. In a weird. Sense. They're just weird. You know. They're, they're weird in a good way. Nice. Yeah. In in the best way. Like best way. They're like, how does somebody you know, like you know, you go to the jungle and you're there for ten days or whatever. You know, maybe two weeks, whatever. You go on a trip, and every time you're like, oh, I'd die for this person. Like, and they don't say anything. Like, they're not preachers. Like, you're just, they're, they have a very strong, like, presence, a strong personality. Like, they're just fucking, like, you just see good in them. Like, nice. they're, you know, you're like, dude, I trust them. I, I can't communicate with them. And that was cool. Like, I, I like that. And that's why I always chose, like, you know, spirit quests, like, which is good. Like, man, it was a great, like, what are the chances I get a, wait, in, in, let's give myself a goal here of two to six years and I sign up for spirit quests and I head on down there. What are the chances I drag you with me? Um, or do you feel like you, well, re- 
received everything that you were hoping no, to no, attain no, from No, 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 I, I, I didn't. Because fuck, I don't want to go know, along like, with this. You know, like, I've done it wrong, too, you know, to be honest, people, you know. Like, I mean, people, like, you know, you want to live life with no regrets. And, you know, like, oh, my Waska experiences, like, I've had regrets. And my main regret was not how I prepared for it, not my intention going into it, but more like how I exited it. Like, I came home, so, I mean, to give people a feeling, like, you know, like, I came home, and I was building a house, and I was a general contractor. The house we're sitting in. The house right we're sitting Hey, yeah. look around, dude. See this house? Like, it's fucking so very I, nice. House. I was building this <laughs> house, and, uh... It, it went from an environment of like trying to be like or an environment of total like free of stress which is the obligation is you know I think try that's a good environment to be in before you go and dip into that medicine <laughs> you know I- to put it like just bluntly so I won't try to explain too much. Hey, if you people out there, like if you go to like any, you know, Vilka, Ayahuasca, Wachuma, like even like any mescaline, like peyote, like prepare yourself, right? But then also give yourself some time on the back end to like decompress, like and make sense of like what just your experience like try to like make sense you know give yourself a minute well the last time like i was in the jungle and i came back like i didn't give myself that time like i came back kind of into a shit storm and i think it lost like some of the benefit of rather just like you know like Dude, if you are going to Peru for one week and you're going or ten days and you're gonna go through seven ayahuasca ceremonies and this and that, do you give yourself another week on the back end to kind of like break down decompress. and decompress. Decompress? Yeah. Well just you know, like do it. It'll be the best thing you did. So everybody's always in a hurry here in the U.S. of A. You know, like <laughs> what you're probably most of your listeners, they're always in a hurry. So they're gonna go down there. They'll be like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna go to the ceremony and I gotta bust home so I can get back to my job at fucking Best Buy." And you know, <laughs> fucking, you know, hey, fuck your job at Best Buy is what I'm saying. I'm saying, come home. I agree. Stay there. <laughs> like, go on vacation. Like, just chill. Like, it'll be uh, a very important lesson to you. But, yeah. I mean, moving on. I mean, that's... Well, before we move on, though, yes yeah. or no, in two to... What did I say? Two to six years? If would I go I with come? Spirit Quest and I set up an ayahuasca trip, 
Are yeah. you coming with me? No, no, I would. So let me tell you one thing. Because you and one of my closest buddies, Chavis, would be like the two motherfuckers I'd want in that hut with All me. right, well, I'll be in that hut with you, but one thing I got to tell you about Spirit Quest is like my fucking gear leader, lover, fucking in every way is Don Howard. Nice. And, um... I hear rumors of Don Howard falling ill and that he is right now not like attending ceremonies down there. Uh, and he's the dude. Yeah. And so, yeah, man, we can figure it out, man. There's a lot of great people. Like, I mean, I guess. Uh, I just don't Southern want to head to Hamilton, Kentucky by heard? myself. I'd rather head to South America. We- Wait, good Kentucky. people that I love. Well, I'm just kind of throwing it back because Viceland's uh, got the Kentucky Ayahuasca fucking show on right now. And, yeah. Well, and I last mean, time you were on, you mentioned this whole basement or backyard Ayahuasca fucking journey, and, and you kind of yeah, warned listeners against it. And I haven't I, experienced it. And hey, I'm with you on that. I'm warning all you people against that now. So, like, my girlfriend right now, um, yeah, her boyfriend got all fucking whacked out from these backyard. Like, dude, he got fucked up. And, uh, you know, Sarah, tattoo artist, like yeah. her ex-husband. Sarah Diaz Avedo. Yep. yep. She got all fucked up. Hey, Sarah, if you ever listen to this, I love What's you, up? bitch. Um, but, you know, she told me, you know, her ex-husband. Like, dude, it, it's meant to be done in the jungle. Like, it's... It's, you know, these people are bringing it out and, and it's hard to explain. Like people might get like a experience out of that and they'd be like, oh, fuck you. But for me, like, (laughs) dude, there was so much more to it. Like, uh, well, that's how it should be. There should be more to it than a 20-minute drive or a four-hour fucking oh, flight. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean... I think I, that's where I keep getting the concept of journey from or an, an adventure. Like, you're you're venturing into something, right? Ah, oh, dude, you are venturing into something, my friend. Um, yeah. I mean, having the jungle absent in that experience would be nuts because like some of the most important factors in that experience are like listening to the jungle and the plants like talk to you and people out there are like oh fuck dude talk He's to fucking you. you hippies you know? yeah yeah bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but you know you go there and you know like so what happens in the ceremony is uh you know Basically, everybody comes in there. Like I said, this camaraderie. In there being the hut, Love, yeah. It's a maloka. The maloka, thank you. Mm -hmm. Camaraderie, love. Yep. Camaraderie, love, leading up to it in the hut before ceremony. Just like this, this... You know, you go into any environment. Imagine, like, yeah, you go to dinner with friends. You go wherever with people and... um, you know, you get a real good vibe. You walk in, everybody's like super positive, and they have like such a fucking good vibe. Like it, it 
you know, you know you're like in for a good time. It's like a good environment. Like you're safe. Like boom, everybody's super happy. You know, whatever, meeting friends for dinner, however it goes. Well, same way, like, but everybody's nervous. So, if, you know, you go in there and you already, everybody has positive energy, you know, and you go through the experience and I just base what I'm feeling off what everybody else is feeling and I'm like looking around the room and you know the Maloka I'm seeing like a lot of people I truly care about and I have like very strong feelings for and I want their safety I want their comfort I want the best for them the experience and I truly feel like they're all feeling the same about me and it's just like the perfect environment if you're in the right place you know and that's why I feel like these backyard like ceremonies like you don't get to meet people everybody just kind of goes there like you go down the jungle like you hang out with these people for three days like you make the ayahuasca with them like you know you make the medicine with them like you're with a leader that's in his environment like and yeah i mean i i think that's a real important thing and then being able to listen to the jungle communicate with you which is you know like you'll see whoever whoever out there you'll see (laughs) like the jungle communicating with you like it's like the you know the crickets and all that shit coming in unison and it almost like you can understand like the fabric of that whole communication it's it's really the the harmony of nature yeah it's just kind of like oh fuck they know what they're doing i don't know what they're saying but they know what they're doing and so it almost gives you like a respect for something that like you didn't even fucking ever bother to even think about giving respect to and you're like fuck man there's like a whole other plane here that like i didn't realize until i was on this plane you know like wow man maybe the universe or you know not i mean not even the universe maybe well maybe there's just (laughs) more i'm trying to put this Maybe there's just more to everything than I think. Like, there's another layer. Like, the way we think, you know, we have a layer, right? We think like this. We say, oh, yeah, the light is red. I'll stop. Oh, bing. Oh, it's a text (laughs) message. I'll do that. There's another layer there that is interesting and when you shut all that shit off and you can fucking just like sit there and listen and you're present and you're humble and everything like you might absorb some of that you know and that could be accomplished without ayahuasca it could be i i i i think it can be i mean i don't know if ayahuasca is for everybody you know it's probably not it can be brutal yeah but i think that like listening and being calm and like understanding like i think you could probably get some of the lessons like the same i think well 
it's going to be different, you know, but you can, you can get a lot of those lessons in other ways, man. Like I do, like I'm a firm believer, like in meditation and like, you know, I'm, I, my meditation practice hasn't been like a super long going thing. Like, I mean, I might be like three years into it and I, it's a touch and go. I do a little bit longer than that because you, you started well, getting into it when I started working for Custom yeah, Mystic, and that I mean, was, I mean, but, we're talking five, six years now? Yeah, but that was Apprentice. Like, when I actually learned how to do it, like, you know. Nice. Like, I've always been a floater and stuff, and, you know, but, like, the whole meditation practice, like, where I figured out how to get to fucking present to where I wanted to be. <laughs> Like, it took me a minute, and, like, and it gets easier, but, like, just knowing how to, like, zone, like, zone everything out and be present with my thoughts and, like... You kind of have to auto-tune that focus. It's it's Not in the T-Pain sense of auto-tune but you you know what I mean it does it itself man yeah like you just like once you allow it to once you allow it to man like everybody like seems to hold on to things so hard like what is important to them like and it was funny because like when I was getting into that practice I noticed so much like hey you know um I I used uh uh uh, oh my god why uh, excuse me I cannot dude this is the most worst thing ever <laughs> like it, I used a app that is so good for anybody like trying to get into a meditation practice and it was I'm talking about headspace headspace thank nice. you holy shit and it'll train you. And the dude has this voice. Have you done Headspace? I checked it out after you recommended okay. it the last time I had you on. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So did his soothing voice. Well, he'll get you there. And he'll give you, like, the tools um, to, like, get to where you want to go. And then, you know, you can sign up for their $99 a year or whatever. You can take the tools. Probably won't, you, but yeah. You can just do it on your own, <laughs> yep. you know? And... But, like, he'll, he'll, like, that guy, like, if you follow his program, like, for anybody, I think that you'll realize that you get to space, like, where you can train your brain to let, like, thoughts that come in to pass. Because I think that's kind of the key to meditation. Uh, Meditation really, for me, is not to, like, like, not think or just, like, not have any thoughts. I just want to be present. Yeah, it's it's to let a and thought and observe. Come. Yeah, thought and, come in your brain. And hopefully, oh, let shit are. digest. I got taxes to pay. Oh, <laughs> see you later. You know, and it just kind of like passes through. Yeah, and um, that's been a very beneficial tool I've had in my life for like man, like I mean, I I struggle from. You know, probably the same shit as a lot of people struggle from, man. Like, you know, anxiety. Like, you know, I have 
bouts of depression. I mean, Likewise. you know, yeah, For I've sure. gone through it all. Like a lot, as you know, LJ, you know, right now, like I'm going through like a divorce, you know, and, um, there's a lot of stuff that happens to you in your life. And I think people get pinned up on like they're being picked on. Like, oh, it's just me. I look at all yeah. the shit I got. And I'm the victim. I'm the victim. And I don't think that's the case, man. I think it's more like trying to figure out like, okay, well, you know what, dude, I'm experiencing like this life. And I'm only in control with what I can do. And shit's gonna happen to me shit's gonna happen to them and then trying to understand like just how to like process and deal not only sweeping under the rug and all that shit and maybe like medicating with you know self-medicating THC nicotine yeah caffeine oh dude I've done it all sugars liquor dude you know (laughs) and sometimes i think it's important you know and it's fine to do that you know like you want to drink take the fucking ease off you want to get stoned whatever absolutely fucking great but dude every once in a while like man you should confront that shit and you know head on with no medication or you know medication when i say medication i mean Liquor, nicotine, dark, oh, okay. whatever, you know, and just <laughs> yeah. say, hey, dude, I want to fight this shit, like, how it goes right now, and I'm, you know, in a fucking calm mind, I'm going to figure out, like, hey, okay, what about this is bothering me, whatever. Are you mouthing me? You gotta piss so fucking LJ's bad, right? gonna talk to you for 30 <laughs> seconds. Why do I take that? Oh, god damn it. It's my turn next. And we're not editing this shit out. Period. We're not. Be like, So, typically, I keep the podcast within an hour, give or take. We're just coming up over an hour. Um, as Jensen has mentioned, we had. Maybe or maybe not some edibles. Maybe or maybe not you can hear him pissing in the other room right now. But it's all part of the conversation. And uh, I hope you guys appreciate what we're throwing down. Really excited about this new season of the podcast. I'm trying to come up with more shit to say while I wait for him to finish. And that's a, that seems like a longer piss than I thought it was going to be. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. First episode of the third season. Way excited to kick this off. Uh, I got some great guests lined up, and I hope it follows through because I think you guys are going to dig it. Uh, I think long story short, we need to come back to the keto diet and the uh, couple things Jensen mentioned there that we maybe didn't tie up necessarily just yet. And uh, if you are interested in psychedelics and that journey or adventure or trip, plan for it. Prepare yourself mentally and physically. None of it is to be taken on a light note. It's some serious shit. It should offer some self-reflection 
And Jensen, come on, man, you're killing me. It's your turn to spot the mic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're just sorry, making me everybody. have to piss more. Now I'm going to throw it to you. No, hey, I'm sorry. It's St. So. Patrick's Day, and uh, <laughs> LJ and I are here enjoying some it's all delicious yeah. beers. All right, so... I'm left here, so I'm going to try to pick up where I left off, and um, I think for the most part, like, I think the everybody is, like, we were talking about ayahuasca, so let me start with that. Like, everybody right now... Well, not everybody, but I think people want to take the easy way out. And I think these, like, oh, dude, I want to try this psychedelic, which I don't recommend for everybody. And I would highly recommend that people, like, do their research, like, serious research, like, even side effects and, like, see the worst, like, you know, of everything. Because I promise you from experience, it's not going to give you all the answers. It's not a magic pill. Like, it's maybe one component of putting work in for yourself to figure out, like, whatever ails you. Like, whatever your issue is. Like, I promise you, if you go to the jungle and you're like, oh, dude, I have depression. Like, you're not going to go to the jungle and you're not going to come back and just not be depressed. It, it won't happen. Like, I promise. And, uh, you know anything else so i would say do your research and i probably wouldn't recommend like a basement ayahuasca ceremony i mean that's all i want to say is like please because i love you all and i care about you and i would just say like there's no easy pill like yeah going down and planning a big trip to the jungle is probably a lot harder than it is going to los angeles to a hotel where there's some cool well the shamans from fucking peru or ecuador or wherever so it's all good like i just caution you to like think about that and then also <coughs> like uh also, like, the preparation, like, going into, like, the dieta, which that'll make sense when you start researching it, um, to, like, follow that and be true to it and be true to yourself and really plan an intention. So, anyways, LJ's back. We're Made sorry. it back. We had, to, we had to take a pee break because... St. Patrick's Day, we've it, been drinking. Yeah. Fuck we've, it. We've been drinking a little. Hey, fuck it, Dan Boyle. Well, yeah, so you probably are wondering, well, how's homeboy on a keto diet sitting there, like, saying he's drinking? Well, listen, my friends, I gave myself one cheat day, like, a week, and tonight's my cheat day. I made LJ and his wife Jackie some Thai food, which we're going to go enjoy here. It's been simmering soon. for a minute now. It, it's good. It'll, it'll, it'll be good, I hope. But it's important, like, to get this message out, I think, to, you know, the people who listen to this and, you know, yeah. All right, then. I'm not sure exactly what I missed when I was taking a piss, but... Uh, just, like, a rant about being careful and... Uh, good. Yeah, that's... I it. think that's important. 
Yeah, dude. If you if your second cousin can make ayahuasca, maybe don't go out. I don't know. Do high and fucking drink some ayahuasca. <laughs> I don't know. You saying go for it? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm not, man. I'm. So we're we're hitting about an hour and twenty minutes. Mm. Uh, usually, I ask people for a movie clip. Uh, I'll get one from you, but I think we were kind of thinking maybe something from Mr. Mom might be uh, relevant. I was thinking. Right I was thinking you like choose like what you want because like I love and respect you, LJ. So much and, love and right back. You did ask me for that, and I was I was gonna send something from Entourage. That's and right. It, and it would probably just for everybody to use their imagination. I think it would probably be something that drama, uh, Johnny Drama said to Turtle, like, like <laughs> you know. But I don't have it. But it, you know, like those characters, <laughs> just Johnny Drama to Turtle. If if none of you have seen Entourage, then just like and ignore I have this, not. but. Yeah, we're we're into the podcast, and it's time for a movie. And uh, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> let LJ like do it, cause huh. Mr. Mom would be rad, cause like I trust him. But I did tell him when he contacted me about this podcast, I was like, I'm gonna do something for Montrose. So I couldn't keep my trap shut, like saying <laughs> that like this isn't the, what I'm gonna do. But. but well, to be fair, you're the first guest I've had on my podcast, and fair enough, the first of time this I, year of this year oh, of the hello, new season 2019 here we go dead serial podcast <laughs> i'm the first visitor hopefully it wasn't so bad that you guys aren't ah, gonna fuck listen it. to it people are gonna love it or hate it and god bless them either way but you you are the first guest i've had on i asked you to come on last time but you hit me up a few weeks ago and and said hey let's hang out let's podcast yeah I like it. And I appreciate that shit, dude. Well, I mean, and I appreciate what you do, too. And I appreciate, like, the opportunity to be here. And, like, whatever listeners, like, that you have, like... All 12 of them. All 12. <laughs> well, 13. I'll listen to it. But, you know, whoever listens to it, like, you know, hopefully... Like, I don't know, we've talked about a few things that, like, I truly feel, like, that optimize the human experience. And one is diet. And if there's anything I could, like, rub off on anybody is, like, maybe, hey, you know, don't switch tomorrow or whatever. But maybe, like, do a little research into diet. And the reason I say that is because I think you people might be amazed it like the difference a small tweak in that might be and being conscientious of it is interesting like it is it's just like hey dude, dude, you know maybe <laughs> i won't go for that you know and also but they got know, that big mac with bacon right now <laughs> I, and that's fine man eat the way you are like if you're happy i didn't mean like, to interrupt I'm no sorry. no well, <laughs> your podcast but i'm just saying like <laughs> you know like 
if you're happy the way you are and you're truly happy, then don't change anything. Like, if you're a person that's out there that's, like, maybe looking for, you know, another little edge, you know, like, looking for an edge on life, it's funny, like, what you eat, how that can change. Um, I think LJ, when he first came to me, he's like, man, this is a podcast about tattoos and music and I've got tattoos. I love that. It's cool. You love music. Get stuck, friends. For sure. <laughs> Do it. I love music. Um, but for some reason, I just had this inkling tonight, you know, to, like, try to share, like, a message that uh, maybe would spread awareness about something. And... Um, you know, human consciousness, expanding it. Yeah, that that was a, something we touched on that, like, I feel dearly about. And I've had good experience and bad experience, but they it comes together. Like, the bad experience is a good experience. It's just I was like... just going to say it's that. It's, like, called tough loving, you know? It's kind of <laughs> like what you boil it down to. But then, like, just diet for your everyday people, like, being happy, you know, like, trying to be happy, you know. It's uh, something to look at, dude, and always uh, be the person you want to be, man. Like, look for those voids in your life and, you know, the, 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 like, everybody we're all human like look for those shortcomings and like examine them and look at what they are and then be the person you want to be and start acting like that tomorrow you know like the person you want to be oh yeah you know i do this i do that well man we're all human we're not perfect like you everybody has the ability to correct it. it just takes a little endurance i guess you know i absolutely love what you're putting down and i i think i'm picking up on it i love sitting down and rapping with you dude anytime you want to rally scattered a little bit you know hey like i hope you that's people, life we, right? we've had a we've had a couple beers but i just want everybody out some there vodka be and happy. some beers and i want people to be happy dude i want the world to be happy breast spray what was that shit called back in the 80s the, oh. the mouth spray bianca or well, uh, not bianca yeah not bianca. bianca what was it Banaka. Banaka. That's it. So LJ took like a <laughs> few hits of five milligram to Banaka. Um, I didn't think it was know. coming out. I'm well, sorry. he was just sprayed his mouth <laughs> and I was like, whoa, motherfucker. That's like five milligrams. You know, it's mouth spray, but it was like weed mouth spray. Um, but, you know, yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're there, but like, we're true, you know? Like I'd agree with that. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I think so, man. I just I just want people to be happy. I know you do, LJ. Like, dude, you're one of the best fucking people I ever met. Like, like you are. Like you have a you have a true heart. You have a kind heart. Like a fair heart. Like all of that. And you know, like that means more to me than you'll ever know, brother. But and, and, I'd say that with sincerity, bro. And I reply in equal sincerity. And dude, I'm, I'm sorry if I ranted. No, I, I, I would hope, hope that there's something in there. I hope maybe but, like, there's something in there that, like, not me claiming, like, I know everything or anything, but, like, I just tried to, like, share with you guys, like, the things that like made a big difference in my life um you know diet spirituality like just having a balance of things and being a kind person like dude that's that's what the i think that's what the ticket to life is man it's just you know, you can talk about money and success and this and that. Material bullshit. It does. Material bullshit. Yep. But, like, I think just, like, you know, waking up in the morning and being the person you want to be, like, what it is. Like, because I think everybody inherently is good, right? Like, I think they are. I think it's our natural instinct to be positive and I, yeah, I, I a think force so. for good in our life. Yep. And I And think, there's some sick individuals that maybe miss that message, but I think you're onto something with that. Yeah, I just think wake up, be the person you wanna be and you know, if you kinda like you know, honestly there's no problem with like faking it till you make it. Like if you wake up and be that person, like pretend the person you wanna be or you know, because everybody knows that like making a switch or a big change, you know, whether it's like quit smoking, like whatever it is, man, it's just these funny little things. Like you wanna quit smoking, you wanna you know, you wanna just wake up pretend that you're the person the ideal person to start acting like them that you want to be like the person you want to be and habit will take over and you'll be there and I think I think the world could use like some good right now could use good people could use you know like positive people like I mean that's what I'm on like like that that's I don't know man that's my rant I mean that's like what I just want to see I just want to see people like being I want everybody to be happy like I do I just want people to be happy nice it's a tough thing man it is a tough thing and I love that message but uh we got some boys bouncing around the floor above us and yep. dinner simmering away and Let's, yeah. let's cut it off, dude. Jensen, you have no idea what your friendship means to me as an individual and as a, a source of inspiration and a reality check. And happy fucking St. Patty's Day, bro. Likewise, my friend. I, I love, love you, man. Dude. Love Good you, night. too. And I'll get you back I next year. We'll see what's up. Yeah, we'll come back next year, do another rant, and 
See what's going on. People are either going to tune in or tune out, and that's their own business. Oh, they'll tune in. I'll, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this because I hear my voice sounds funny. So, definitely. I hate listen. it, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, real quick, I do want to give a quick shout out to Mike McColgan from Man for the Street Dogs and FM359. I reached out to Mike and he's let me use this song for the outro on this episode. And uh, with that said, Mike, I'll be sitting down and rapping with you soon. Have a good night. Can I give one shout out? Dude, you can give as many hey, shout outs as you want. I just want to give one shout out to my friend, um, Christian Hampshire. Hey, buddy, like, you're a huge inspiration to me. Like, you're a strong person. Like, I love your work ethic, and uh, you keep me going, buddy. Keep it up, homie. Fucking love it, dude. And uh, with that being said tonight, I'll leave you with an FM359 track when the people check out, and I hope you dig it. It's all about when the people check out. That's when the crooks check in, divide and conquer is all they wave. When the people check out, when the people check out, when the people check out, when the people check out.